What's up, podcast? This is your host, Mufuz Chowdhury, and you are listening to another episode of the Ride With Me podcast coming at you every single Monday, giving you something to kickstart the week with some motivation and some practical advice that you could apply to your life. And listeners, last week I came in swinging. Not sure what to expect when I decided to record and release an evening episode. You know, I don't know enough about my evening crowd, but I decided to put it out there and go to sleep. And I was amazed when I woke up the next morning, amazed by all the messages that I was receiving about the episode, all the shares that was happening, and all the analytics that I looked at in the back end that showed me that there were tons of listens of the episode on the same night that I released it. So night owls, I hear you loud and clear. Early risers that listen to it the next morning, I love you just as much. Thank you so much for all the love and support. I am forever grateful. And if anything, it motivates me to give you more. More episodes, best content I could put out there, the best value and the best energy. So thank you for riding along and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. After kicking off the reboot, talking about my five pillars, the five pillars in my life that is making me the happiest that I've ever been. Last week, we spent a lot of time talking about the world of relationships with friendship, how acceptance and expectations play a big role in the way that you can manage healthy relationships, and the new outlook that I wanted to present to you that I was only recently starting to really think about and I'm gr- I'm really grateful to see from all the messages that you've received tons of value from that component. But today I want to dive into something different, a different pillar of happiness, a pillar that is very important to me and I can honestly tell you has played a significant role in my transformation over the last year. Now this is a word that I am a fan of, but at the same time, I'm terrified about how overused this word is becoming because the longer it spends on this very, very nifty pedestal, the less weight it starts to hold in the back of people's mind. The word that I'm referring to is manifestation. When you manifest something, it will happen. And although I drink that Kool-Aid and I fully support this messaging, my concern is that it is being so overused. You know, there's artists that are putting out songs that are all about manifestation. There are authors that are writing books all about it. There are social media influencers that are posting rapidly about it. My concern is that the definition of this word is starting to become diluted. And as a result of that, people are seeing it as simply a cliche. Now, I need to address this in a couple ways. Number one, I want to address the idea around cliches. Cliches are a little bit scary because you kind of become tone deaf when you start listening to the word cliches being said over and over again. You know, when you hear something over and over again, after a while, your mind doesn't comprehend it the same way it would have the the first time it was defined to you or the first time you truly understood what the word meant. And when it starts becoming diluted, You stop taking it as seriously. It doesn't motivate you as much. It doesn't get put into practice as efficiently as you would have the first time that you learned about it because you're really invested in understanding what that word means. So rather than doing that word, I'm no longer for the rest of this episode going to say the word. Instead, I want to reinvent this word. I want to reinvent it in a way 
where I'm spending all my time defining what it means and how you can apply it to your life. And the way that I think of this word is simply this, you know, forget all the fancy definitions out there. There's some incredible books about it, and I don't want to knock any of them, but some of them do make it a little too complicated. Let me define it as this. It simply means putting your attention into something. You know, we have 24 hours in a day, and hopefully you're sleeping for eight of them. You know, everyone needs to get those eight hours of sleep. I can't emphasize that enough. But for the remaining 16 hours, where are you putting your attention? There's a common saying in the world, which is what you feed grows. And this ties in perfectly with the idea that wherever you put your attention, you start to see it come into fruition. And this really comes down to the basic understanding that if you did put your attention into something, if you obsessed over the idea of achieving this, all that attention is going to line you up in the path that you need to follow in order to get there. It may not get you there overnight, but it's going to get you far closer than you are today. And one example that I like to use, you know, I love pulling in real life examples to really sell my point here. And the one example that comes to mind is around my journey of fitness. Those of you that have been following me on Instagram have been seeing me frequently post my real life stats from going from 200 plus pounds to about 155. And I've been showing you the charts. I've been showing you screenshots of what's been showing up on my scale. And I've been really proud of this achievement because once upon a time when I was 200 plus, I promise you, I never in my mind thought I could ever come down to this number. And a lot of this has been able to be achieved as a result of me putting all my attention into fitness. Now, let me correct myself, not all my attention because there are other pillars, but a big majority of that. And what I mean by attention doesn't mean just creating a routine around working out, exercise and diet. There's a little bit more towards it. When you're putting your attention into anything, you start becoming obsessively curious and your thought process around it always comes down to how you can more efficiently get to your goal. So when I use the example of fitness, you know, first thing I started doing was a lot of research. So now I'm spending a lot of my time thinking about better ways to eat, better ways to work out, better ways to get to that goal that I have in mind. And then while I started researching, I started finding a lot of people on social media that are big supporters of the things that I've been researching. So now I'm following them. Now, every day that I pull out my phone, I'm now seeing these influencers share tips and practical advice, which is a frequent reminder that these are the things that I need to apply. Then when I go to the gym, I start meeting other people that are following similar goals or similar workouts, and we're helping each other out and we're giving each other advice. Then I'm creating group chats with people that I really want to motivate as well as get motivated by. And we start exchanging ideas and and giving each other support every single morning. You know, this group chat is still active today. It's a very small group, but every single morning we're telling people how we did, how our week went, what we're struggling with, what achievements we've seen, and that's feeding me. And what happens by default is now I'm finding myself spending more time with people that are trying to or have achieved the goal that I'm trying to achieve. I'm also by default spending a lot of time thinking about better eating and better working out. So naturally, as a result of putting my attention in that side of the world, my actions are automatically uh, automatically pivoting and modifying its ways in order to eat better, think better, work out better, and be happier with my results. And this allows you 
to fuel that motivation that you have. Because the reality is, whether it is getting from 200 pounds to 155, whether it is about achieving a goal that you know is going to take years to get, sometimes it's hard to stay motivated. Sometimes it's hard to put the same amount of attention into the same goal year round for multiple years. And I understand But the more you put your attention towards it and start surrounding yourself with the things that remind you why you're trying to get there, you're going to find yourself having endless motivation to help you get there. And one tactic I'd like to use while we're on the conversation of motivation is I like to think about how frequently I can do short-term sprints in the midst of the long-term marathon. And what that means is that as I'm in this journey, of trying to get to 155 and the best shape of my life and really testing myself, I'm well aware that it's going to take me a long time to get to that goal. You know, I wasn't an idiot. I didn't expect to get it. You know, I didn't expect to start in the end of spring and have the summer body by summer. You know, I just didn't think that was going to happen. I knew that I was planning for the next year's summer and maybe even longer. And as a result of that, I started thinking of what are my short-term motivators? And I think about, plans that I've made with my friends where we may have a vacation around the corner or we may be going out to the cottage or we may have this special occasion or we may have these little things like we're like we will joke with my circle of friends and say hey we're going to do a photo shoot so dress nice this day or even if I have things that I plan to line up that's going to result in me taking pictures and maybe putting it up on social media those short-term things in my calendar are the things that I'm focusing on and putting my attention into rather than focusing on the number 155. I'm focusing on how do I get the best that I can by the time this cottage trip comes up in two weeks. And I'm not expecting to hit 155 in two weeks. I'm just simply expecting to be better than I am today. And it usually happens because two weeks, knowing that it's coming up, knowing that your friends are getting excited about it, you're going to make sure that you're doing the best that you can in those two weeks to make it happen. And once that trip is over, once that short-term motivation is behind you, you look for the next short-term sprint. Start setting things into motion that allows you to keep yourself motivated in the short-term and somewhere along the way, you're going to look on the scale or you're going to look back at whatever goal it is that you're trying to achieve and you're going to be amazed by how much closer you are to the main goal than you were even when you weren't paying attention to it simply because you were too focused on the short-term goals. And I don't want to just leave it at fitness because when I talk about personal development, I talk about many other components of my life that I put attention into. And this is why I corrected myself when I said I put all my attention into fitness. The reality is I put in a lot of time into fitness, a big percentage of my 16 hours a day into fitness where I'm thinking about it, I'm speaking about it, I'm watching people achieve it, I'm getting motivated by it, and it's helping me stay on top of the attention that I put into that aspect of my life. But what are other aspects of your life? And one thing I'd love love for you to think about, you know, as we're approaching 2021, It's a new year and you have the opportunity to really think about how to come in swinging and make it a significantly better year than 2020. For many of us, it's not going to be hard to beat 2020 because there was a lot of down moments with just what was happening in the world. But the question I want you to ask yourself is what do I want to achieve in 2021? And whatever answer instantly pops in your head, thanks to the miracle of our subconscious, The answer that instantly pops up 
is an indicator that this is where you want to put your attention into. For some of us, it's about finally pursuing that study in school that we've been putting off. If you start putting your attention into it, you're going to find yourself spending a lot of time researching, asking questions, connecting with other people that have gone down that path to learn more about it, and hopefully doing that one big step where you're enrolling into the program. For me, a big part was really strengthening my relationship with other individuals in my life, people that are really dear to me. And I've been finding myself spending a lot more time there than I usually have, especially while being in quarantine. You know, spending a lot of time carving out time to sit down and have Zoom calls, whether I can see them on video or see them or listen to them through the microphone and speaker, whether it is about keeping instant messaging active, whether it's through Facebook Messenger or Instagram DMs. I'm always finding ways to keep a pulse on my relationship. And the more time I'm tending to that garden, I'm finding that it's growing. I'm finding that the fruits of my labors are really appearing as I'm spending a lot of time building those relationships. And I can honestly tell you, coming out of the last six, seven, eight months, my relationships with my friends and other individuals in my life have been stronger than they ever had which is very counterintuitive when you think about the challenges with not being able to see people in real life as much as you'd like to, not being able to go out as often, spending a lot of time at home, maybe even alone. It didn't stop me because the beauty of putting your attention into something is while you're putting attention into it, you're going to find ways to get there. You know, in fitness, when the gyms shut down, it didn't stop me because I had so much attention into getting into the best shape of my life I found ways to bring home fitness into my routine and make it a reality. I found ways to take advantage of home-cooked meals instead of going out and eating. I found loopholes, and that's what happens when you put your attention to it. In the same manner with my relationships, I found loopholes. I found better ways to mend relationships. I found myself spending far more time in conversations and even having better conversations, not surface-level gossip really diving into ideas and dissecting the thought process, which really allows me to get closer to my friends than I've ever have, and I'm forever grateful for it. I also think about thriving in my career and itching the creativity bug that I have. I always think about how do I put my attention into it and do it better, which has led me into doing some incredible things during the last six, seven, eight months. You know, part of it was starting the Ride With Me live session podcast, which allowed me to really interact with other individuals and spotlight them, which was a side project that I did as a result of finding a loophole. On my career side of thing, you know, our entire team is working from home and found a way to do it very efficiently and we're more productive than we've ever been. And on my podcast show, Here I Am Again, Even while this quarantine madness is still happening, I'm still finding ways to get inside of my car and hit record and give you my best. Listeners, wherever you put your attention, if you really put your attention and make it consistent, you're going to find yourself becoming obsessively curious and that curiosity will allow you to find loopholes to allow you to still get get towards your goal in a way that you never thought you could. You'll always find creative solutions to get there if you truly do put your attention and really invest yourself into achieving that goal that you promised yourself you're gonna get there with. I encourage you to spend some time simply asking yourself the question of outlining what you want to achieve in 2021. I want you to be the kind of person that 
looks back in November 2021 and be grateful for the fact that you put attention into these areas of your life and really tended to your garden. And as a result of doing that, you're in a better place in November 2021 than you were in November 2020. You know, even if things are going good in your life. You know, I I said I was the happiest I've ever been in my life last episode, and I'm really excited to even be happier, even be better in November 2021. And I did my own exercise. I asked myself what I want to achieve, and I'm currently laying down the foundation and putting my attention into that. And as a result of that, I will either achieve it or I promise you I'll be far closer than I am today. And with that being said, I want to once again thank you, every single one of you, as you kick off your Monday, hopefully you put your attention in all the right things this week, and hopefully it helps you become much happier, because happiness is everything. Thanks again for tuning in. Next week, I have a lot to dissect in the other pillars of my happiness and the other pillars of my life that's really taking off right now. And if you're keeping up with the journey and if you're riding along, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button so that you're the first to know as soon as the next episode drops. Once again, I'm forever grateful. Thanks for riding along and I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Take care.